Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. A lot has happened since I've last recorded a podcast. There's been a title won by Italy for the European Championship. Messi won a title finally. And the Gold Cup's already started. So a lot has happened. The Olympics are about to start. I will preview Germany's team roster and their first matchup versus Brazil. In this episode, um, we'll start off with the first thing that happened. Um, I missed it, but... There was a final between Italy and England, and for me, at least, because uh, I, I mean, I don't want to be like extremely partial, but I mean, obviously, I was, I was pretty happy that England won, a, or England lost. I was quite happy that Italy won. I thought Italy played much better in the second half, and they th- thought they deserved the win. Um, it was kind of they got a kind of got a scrappy goal. England came out firing, obviously, with Luke Shaw getting a goal. That was quite impressive. I thought. It was a great start for England, but in the second half, I really thought Italy took took over. They looked very good. They moved the ball well, and I thought they deserved the win, like I just said. I mean, obviously, they won on penalties. It was nerve-wracking, but, I mean, it's, the sad thing is, is, you look at it this way, England's three penalty takers, or the three people who missed for England, all have... Uh, receive racial abuse, which is why it's kind of a grim thing over this. Not for Italy, but for England. All three of those players have um, received, obviously, like I said, racial abuse. And the support has been, I th- I thought, like good, quite good after they've received it. But it, it's just, it's just racism does not belong in uh, football, soccer, whatever you call it. it. Just doesn't belong in the sport. Unfortunately, it is. And another thing is, like, Germany had a pre-game or a pre-Olympic um, game to get ready for the squad. Um, and that ended early, fi- or just not too far early, but just quickly earlier than it was going to because um, a German player uh, has claimed that he did re- receive racial abuse by a player from Honduras. Now, this is all alleged. Um, the Honduras Federation has denied that it happened, and the German Federation said it did happen. So, there's, he said, she said, going on, but I I mean, it's, it's just a big cloud over everything. So, I just wanted to address it. Obviously, racism does not belong in the sport, and that is horrible that those three players from England, Rashford, um, Sancho, and Saka, I believe, are the ones receiving it. And it's it's just doesn't belong in the sport. It's not it's not called for. It's there's no reason to do it. It's it's really bad, and I'm glad to see that they are getting punished for their actions. The people who are racially abusing people, um, they're racially abusing the three England players. And then, I I don't know if what was said on that field to the German player, which I do believe was Turamanga. Oh, that's I. Guarantee I completely butchered that name, but it's horrible that that happened in the first place. That's absolutely terrible. No, no place in the sport. But moving on from that, Italy, man, that's a huge step up from them. They missed, it was a dreadful cycle. They were in a horrible slump. They miss out on a World Cup. They weren't the only ones, obviously, Netherlands and then other big nations like the U.S., like uh, yeah, it was a massive. A lot of people missed out that probably should have made it, but the fact that they didn't make it, and then 
whatever in Florida unfold. But Mancini, man, he has made this Italian team into a beast. Even before this, they came in with a massive unbeaten streak, and they've done it again. They've won it, second major title ever in their country's history. They deserved it. They were the best team in this tournament, I believe, by far. I maybe not, but maybe England are the only one close. I still think Italy were the better team, though, and they had to deal with a little bit more hardship than England did. So you got to give credit where it's due. That was an abs. It was an absolutely amazing job by that Italian team on winning it. And then I didn't talk about anything about the Copa America, but I just wanted to give like I just wanted to shed a little light on Messi winning a trophy for his national team. This never happened before. I mean, unless you count the Olympics, but that's not really a trophy. He's never won like a major trophy, major tournament. This was a lot of people. A lot of people had in their mind of like his last major chance. And he did it. He came through. It was an He played amazing, or he didn't play amazing in the final, but he played amazing all through the tournament. One player of the tournament easily. One top goal scorer. He was absolutely fantastic. There's no doubt in my mind. He's he's he. This is like that was his tournament. He owned it. He got it. I did think he was going to win. I did not think it was going to be by that scoreline. I thought it was going to be much high scoring. I thought it was going to be like. Four, four, two, four, some, four, three, some high-scoring game between Brazil because about about they both have insane attacking firepower. But I mean, even like, and that just and it just wasn't. I didn't think it was going to be a Di Maria goal that was a counterattack that would win the game. So that was that was quite interesting. But I mean, even if you looked at Messi, I've never seen him put in like a challenge like he was doing. He was putting so much defensive work rate, which is not what Messi does at all. So I thought that was that kind of just showed what he was going for. He was really, really pushing it. And I thought, yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it showed his character. He showed he really wanted to win it this, this time, and he did. So congratulations to him. But moving on to the Germany preview for the Olympic um, team. There are three goalkeepers, Florian Müller, Sven Brodersen, and Luca Pullman. I'm going to, or Pogman, Plogman. So I'm going to butcher so many of these names, but there's three goalkeepers. M- Florian Muller will be the starter. Um, That's pretty easy to tell. Um, So that, and Sven Bogman, or Sven Brodersen is the only uh player that is playing outside of Germany currently. So this is a very, this is a squad that I'm guaranteed, they have seen a lot of each other either in training, which some of them are teammates, or against each other. So some familiarity. They all speak the same language, I assume. I'm, I think I believe all of them speak German, which is I mean I, they're from the same nationality, but that doesn't always ha- that's not always true. But I mean, even if you look at this team, there's quite a few defenders, some midfielders, and some forwards. I thought it was pretty split evenly through it. The three. Overage players are Maximilian Arnold, plays for Wolfsburg, one of the better players on this team. So was Max Kruiser um, from Union Berlin, and then Nadim Henri from Bayern Leverkusen are those three overage players. And then, so I'm only I'm gonna I'll read through the uh, roster, but then I'll name what I believe is a starting eleven, and I'm going off the starting eleven against Honduras, which was. Stopped at a 1-1 draw, but I will read off 
from the team picture and what I assume what was the lineup because I have seen no footage, no stats, nothing. I can't find that. All I found was a picture on Twitter of their um, team photo. So I'm just going to go off of that um, and what I believe the players' positions are. It is a back four. It's a four for th- four for th- four three three as as what I believe. But the defenders are Benjamin Hendrick Hendrick Henricks, David Rothman, Arom, Felix Underlach, Ames Pieper, Jordan Tiriga, Kevin Schlotterbeck, Maximilian Arnold, Nadim Henri, Adim Meyer, Anton Stack, Edward Lowe. Ragnar Eck, Marco Richter, Cedric Talbark, Max Cruiser, and Ismail Jacobs. So it's quite of a it's quite of a low uh, not low firepower lineup compared to some teams like Spain. I would say probably have the best ro- roster out there right now with just the um, players they were allowed to bring. There was quite a few players that were just not allowed to go by their clubs. I mean, if Germany had their full like under twenty three national team here, this ter- this team would have like Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, I believe. Maybe he's slightly older, but Florian Wirtz might make the team. I don't know. There's a lot more firepower that I say Germany could bring Jamal Musiala, but they're just not allowed to because the clubs do not let- allow those players to come because FIFA made all these rules. So it's a lot more complicated for uh, Olympic teams to get players. But going off what I believe was the starting lineup, Florian Müller is a goalkeeper, quite competent goalkeeper in the Bundesliga. Thought he was very good. I think he will get a move later in his career up to a bigger team. I think he's good enough for that. And he's in the obviously he's a goalkeeper, so his career will go longer than most. Hendricks is at right back. He's one of the better players on this team. He plays for RB Leipzig. Ukatali. I, I'm guaranteeing butchering that up, butchering up that. And Peeper will be the center backs with Rom as the left back. That will be quite, a, I would say, quite a comparable back line. I believe our midfield is probably the, like, our biggest strength. And what I believe is our midfield is Stock is, like, the holding midfielder. Arnold is more of the box-to-box, and Mayer is the same thing with him. And then Amri, um, as a left winger, cruises the central, kind of like a false nine. And Richter more as the right winger. And I believe Amri and Richter will kind of go more centrally, allowing Hendricks and Rom some space on the outside. But I do believe this is a quite quite a good lineup. And I believe this is probably what will be starting against Brazil on Thursday. I'll be doing a recap to that game. Hopefully it's a win, but I can understand if they lose. Um, another interesting thing on Brazil, they took Dani Alves as one of their overage players, so that's quite a lot of experience, but their team is quite good. Like, they've got Richarlison, um, I believe Vinicius Jr., or maybe and maybe a few, and a lot of others, so their team is quite dangerous, I would say, along with Spain's, and obviously all the big nations will have a lot, some big players, but it's obviously some clubs won't allow that, allow their player to come, or allow those players to come, but I mean, look at it. If you look at it this way, if this Germany team does anywhere near what they did last last Olympics, it will be a success because almost all the other Olympics, they didn't qualify. So, And there's a lot of nations who didn't qualify that are major ones. I don't believe Italy qualified. 
and they just won the Euros. So it's just a different it's just a different tournament. But that will do it for this um, week's Bundesliga recap. Another one coming either on Thursday or Friday to recap the Germany versus Brazil game. That should be a very good one. It should be one of the best. It's certainly one of the best matchups, at least on paper, in this Olympics, at least for the group stage. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, please tell your friends. If you didn't, just kind of forget this happened. Just forget about this podcast. You don't need to tell anyone. Um, But thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye.